Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is A New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zancy Weber of the Nation of Zane, Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas. Your reigning, defending, undisputed nation states champion, Sebastian of the United States of South America. I'm disputing it. You guys can dispute it all you want, but the facts are the facts. He's still going to say undisputed, whether we dispute it or not, because, you know, the truth doesn't matter in Sebastian. The truth <laughs> matters, and when you look at the scoreboard, the truth is illuminated in a sporting context. Says, Technically, you are correct. I'm, I'm, I'm well, the best kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time each week, we address an issue that is afflicting our virtual nation on nationstates.net, discuss amongst ourselves how we are ruining our nations, <laughs> And that's, then get on with our lives. That's probably the most accurate description <laughs> of the show so far. <laughs> and because we're in our second season, we've decided to up the stakes a little bit. And we were cursed. We were cursed. And now every five episodes, there is a global crisis that we must deal with. So far, we have had to deal with a zombie Apocalypse. I miss the days of the zombie apocalypse, an easy-to-deal-with situation. It was a good start. Yeah. After that, we were thrown in and, and, and thrown literally by an invasion of time travellers. Mm. Vague, not, vague v- problems. Nobody really knew how to deal with it, and by the end, I'm not even sure it was that much of a problem to begin with. We no, seem to definitely have not to- in Zane Australia. We threw a no. party to celebrate the <laughs> time travellers. Yeah, we seem to have talked ourselves into the problem in the first place. That's what she wanted us to do. After that, we were legitimately struck with the uh, threat of an international terrorist plot. Once again, pretty sure better, it was America. Better than time travelers, not better than zombies, because it's once it's a little bit vague. Where are they? I'm proud they to report to? that the conservative Andropolians did take out the crown in that particular. I would round. just like to point out that this is yet another blaring example of America not telling the truth. Also true. I don't know what Started you're talking about. Started the game off with a lie. It's like, oh, was this a meteor strike or was this a terrorist attack? Uh, You'll never know. That information is on a need-to-know basis and I dictate that you don't need to know. Well, after we successfully wrapped up the terrorist plot and nobody died, thankfully, half the people died and were raptured. (laughs) Yay! All that work for literally no reward. And the uh, the last five weeks we've been convinced that we've been in a Truman Show Situation. Some of us more than others. And now for the next <laughs> issue. I know I said off mic I was going to make a gypsy voice. 
And I've kind of no, I'll I'll do it. You ne- it needs a gypsy as, voice as I reveal the next issue. It's me, the gypsy. <laughs> oh, what is this going to be? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, this is a good and <laughs> world power nuclear conflict. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. I was hoping for like there are six people. Called John Cena. You must find them. I was having some fun thing like that. So you know how you've got negative army, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel safe. We're a landlocked nation. Did I have I mentioned that since episode one? We don't have any physical uh, nations next to us. That are- wait. So you're you're a landlocked nation? No, we're a sea locked nation. We're a seafaring nation with no discernible land or creatures. So really, it's easier to bomb you without no, annoying other nations. We are a country of nomads that roam the seas in a various assortment of on a uh- giant turtle which you've burrowed into the back of. You're pretty much gross. That's gross. That's animal abuse. No, we feed the turtle. Again, unfortunately, Submerica is bunkered in. Literally. Best prepared for a strike. But as we all know, the real enemy comes from within in these situations. Can we note, like, he has government bunkers, but he also has sky palaces. Right. Yeah, but my government's not in them. Just my citizens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess now we get to figure out exactly... What good's a government without a citizenry? <laughs> yeah, it's a well-oiled machine. I think you'll find the less mouths to feed, the more food to be given out. <laughs> well, this I'm, is a fun one. I'm happy to go first. I have one that I if can you, go Oh, with. very well. Please yeah. do. <clears throat> Essentially on strike. Disappointed with their current wages and working conditions, disgruntled law enforcement officers have voted for strike action, Ooh. leaving no one to maintain order. A majority of police officers are now refusing work until their demands are met, in turn stirring public debate over the ethics of striking by so-called essential workers. Now, <laughs> Zane Australia isn't a very military-heavy You've taken every opportunity you have to reduce it. Not every opportunity, but almost every opportunity. Okay. And on some points I have kept things up. Usually I... I go for a diplomatic uh, resolution rather than a let's beef up our military resolution and intimidate. But let's see what my options are. (laughs) My daily commute is being blocked by the same people who are supposed to be protecting us, complains commodities analyst Rodrigo Gibson. Criminals are running wild. These officers are guilty of gross dereliction of duty and should be ashamed of themselves. In fact, they should either get back to work or be fired immediately. Essential workers have no business risking our lives for their own petty gain. All right. Rodrigo Gibson, (laughs) commodities analyst. What's he doing there? Is he just just hanging around being a bureaucrat in the shadows? Probably. (laughs) A good majority of what Zane Australia is about. Right. You'd better believe we're upset, snaps Officer Aaron Meyer, making no effort to pursue as a pickpocket runs off with my wallet. 
We dedicate our lives to keeping the public safe, and we must always be vigilant, yet we're paid ridiculously low wages and about and get about as much respect as the criminals we bring to justice. We have every right to be striking, just like the workers in every other industry. Yes, of course, the country is suffering without our services. That's the point. That's why you should grant our requests. Now, there's a convention, a tradition that civil servants, especially emergency mm. uh, services, are forbidden from striking for this very reason. That very they are, reason. yeah, yeah, they are, they are in a protected field where their job security is one hundred percent, and they are always on call. Yeah, correct. <laughs> or at least that was the tradition. <laughs> Option number three. Everyone has a right to strike, but everyone also has a right to essential services, asserts idealistic student and socialist Deborah Strange. You just have to make sure that there's sufficient funding and training for redundancy to exist within the system, so that essential services can cover for each other at times of industrial action. If ambulance crews are on strike, use fire patrol vehicles and police convoys. If firefighters are on strike, then deploy the army. Um, if the army goes on strike, well, yeah, that's a toughie. But uh, you get the idea. So the idea is to have a doubling up of every single service just in case somebody Enough doesn't show up for work. redundancy in yeah. the system to allow for industrial action. That seems expensive. Hey, Zane, just pay your cops more. I was hoping there would be an option to do that. Wasn't the second option to increase their wages? That was the cop asking for more benefits. No, that asking no, no, for no. permission to strike. No, that's a, we sh- they should be allowed to strike. So it's not about funding. It's, it's not about the actual issue of funding the police to stop them It's about my striking. right as a man. It's about whether or not I allow essential services like police and ambulance and fire and the army to strike right. in order to get what they want rather than... Forbidding them. Is strike. it just those three options? Just those three options. So the third one is to establish redundancies and an overlapping of services. Yeah. And I mean, there's the not a great I, option here. No. Number two is to allow emergency services to strike. Yeah. And make themselves unavailable. And what 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 was the first one again? No. no so so the first one is to ban them from from, strike, from striking to maintain the, the other the one is quote. to allow striking. And the third one is to allow striking but increase funding to essential services to make redundancy there. I suspect you're going to go with the third option. I'm actually interested in what Andropolia thinks because I'm hey, not sure. And what Seth America thinks. <laughs> well, you told me what you think. You pay your cops more, you jerk. Okay, well, so that's option number three. <laughs> yeah. um, well, the ideal response would be that this would be a free market uh, situation in the first place. These but services, I don't have that option. N- I understand. That that would be the yeah. ideal uh, in the case where they are provided by the government with the threat of nuclear conflict looming or a near certainty. You'd forbid? N- or would you no. go option number three? Option number three. Yeah. Uh, yes. Establish as many, as, as many emergency services as possible just in case they're all needed. It's I really think- funny you say that because I'm actually vetoing option three. 
Oh, look at what you should do. Um, because I don't think in a time of war we need to have you postulating and showing off <laughs> how big the military really is because it might that it actually takes hurt us. It's a time us. of war for you to <laughs> show an act of aggression. No, no, no. Against I'm not showing, I'm not no, no, showing no, no. an act of aggression. This is really interesting. So uh, when some dinosaurs just rock up and start tearing your populace to shreds, it's probably not me, all right? It's probably just the people that I've sold them to. Yeah, of course. I just want to show my working here. Wow. I don't think you expanding your military in this time is going to send the right message globally. I don't think it's a safe thing to be like, oi, check out how this is. I think the best bet is for everyone to keep their heads down and let these other jerks work out their own shit. And so I'm stopping you from becoming right. a threat to them, which means they'll take you out. I'm already a threat to them. I'm stopping you from showing I'm top it. 5% in the world for uh, internet technology, information technology. So if if option number three uh, in his first act of war against, say, Australia is vetoed, then I'm going to go option number one and just pay them more but ban them from striking. Pay them more. That's what I wanted. Yay. Yeah, it, that's that's my spin on it, Seb. Good, I agree. What's I agree. actually happening. I agree with your spin. The nation's police officer, famous, famously miserable looking. Uh, wealth gaps up uh, by 14.4%. Health up 2.5%. Disposable income 2 uh, crime is up 0.83%. Uh-huh. Uh, agriculture, 0.2. Cheese, 0.2. Uh, welfare, 0.2. And lifespan, 0.1. Biggest down is law enforcement at 33.1. Income equality, 12.5. Uh, taxation down 1.5. And niceness down 0.9. I am sitting here in awe. What? For half the season we have we have we we are halfway through this second season and seb has maintained this this perfect you know schoolboy aura of let's just all get along mm. come yes. on guys we shouldn't be fighting fisticuffs are not for civilized men like us yes exactly what i'm doing so and not then a- somebody threatens to launch a nuke <laughs> and, and not only not only does he veto an option of Zane Australia's, he vetoes the option he himself recommended. <laughs> so he does not have the best of intentions here. Certainly he has like global, nefarious no, intentions. A, and Andrew Polia will have to do something truly repugnant <laughs> not to get Zane Australia's vote this round. I am saving you from yourself. In a time of aggression like this, Expanding your military to show of force is going to make you a target. You can thank me when you haven't been bombed into oblivion. He wasn't military. He wasn't expanding his military. He was making redundancies for everything, and there was the option there that would include replacing certain people with the army, which means the army would have to increase to cover themselves while they're covering someone else. Which would mean that uh, you know firefighters or, or, or police officers would receive some training to double up you know, to, to, to carry so, out the army services. The yes. army shoots very little. <laughs> Shooting people is one of the <laughs> least important functions Putting of the fires, military. <laughs> so uh, Seb, are you next, Andrew? My goodness. Sorry, you know, sorry. Some so, would, much, so much foreshadowing there. Andrew, would you like to be next? <laughs> some would interpret that as an act of war. 
No. Some not people even have. have. <laughs> <laughs> I threw one veto around and I'm fucking hitless straight away, but you veto everyone every other time and you're fine. Yeah, these I, these see, double standards are show up. Guys, the audience can see go what's back going on. And listen, said Merrick. You'll see that I vetoed when it forces you or encourages you to pick a better option. I bet an option I'm keeping more you safe from nuclear war. More in line with the global community or your own populace in mind. Both in said America, but more so in Andropolia. I did this to save your people. After recommending the exact option. Yeah, but not during nuclear war. Like, that's, that's what I would do because it means paying people more. But in a time of war, I would not have but picked that But I'm not paying one. them more. I'm just banning them. No, but you're also striking. You, exactly no, right. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about no, my of- law enforcement has gone down because their working conditions are so bad. How do you Seb, make an omelet, guys? Seb is just role playing Keanu Reeves from Speed and he's shooting the hostage to save the hostage in a situation where there are no hostages. <laughs> there are always <laughs> hostages. <laughs> Says America, where there are always hostages. Time to work in Andropolium. After a tired nurse working a hundred-hour week accidentally gave a series of injections to the wrong patient, there have been calls for some. Uh, they call, have been calls from some for a maximum number of hours someone can work in a week. A rigidly enforced working time directive should cap anyone from working more than seventy-four hours, twenty-two minutes per week, with no more than eleven point seven five hours per shift. Definitively states analyst Diego Holt, presenting you with a stack of handwritten calculations. This will benefit safety, health, and quality of life, while also creating more jobs within the economy. Incorrect. All you're doing is splitting up jobs that people are already doing. Mm. Nevertheless, that is his proposal to 74 cap. 74-hour work weeks. 74-hour work As a maximum, to cap it at that. not yes. as a standard. Okay. With no more than 11.75 hours in any shift. Good, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to not do that, but yeah. That was option one. Option two. I wake. I work, I sleep, sneers multimillionaire entrepreneur Katniss Peña, attempting to pour himself a cup of coffee from a decorative vase on your desk. No one forced me to do this except myself. Turns out, though, pushing yourself harder makes you successful. Don't close the door on opportunity by interfering with people's working lives. It's bad for business and bad for the economy. Oh, that sounds like a thing that you would hate. I know. I happen to agree with him. Freedom. Freedom for all. You work as much as you feel you're capable of or as much as your contracts, you know, allow you to. I mean, if I was offering emergency services, I would, you know, consider um, a, a maximum cap of working hours internally. I don't think that sort of thing should be legislated at all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Unless the government is employing you, the government should never say how much you work. Yeah. And the government shouldn't employ anyone, so problem solved, really. In anthropology. <laughs> <laughs> and option three of three. Let's strike a reasonable middle ground, proposes your hyperactive employment minister, Oswald Watson, striking a middle ground pose that involves balancing on one leg while pointing rapidly in multiple directions. Mm. Mm, Very balanced. We need a comprehensive review to identify professions where there is a risk to the public from long hours, and then create tailored directives for each field of work, and then create allowances for longer weeks followed by time off, and limited opt-out clauses for extenuating circumstances, and, and... that sounds fun. Let's get started. He skips off, giggling maniacally. So all he's proposing is to codify everything and then you know create a list of exemptions that you have to apply for or lobby for. So you're going to veto the one obvious 
Good answer here. No, this he's in no danger of being bombed. By no danger of being bombed. Said <laughs> by Zane Stralia, who seems to hate everything. Well, unless there is a veto, of not. I'm not, a fucking, I'm not a lunatic. This one's this one's cut and dry. I mean, regulating work hours by bureaucrats is ridiculous. With the best of intentions, they will get it wrong, or they will just complicate the hell out of it and make it difficult. Mm to run businesses and 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 do your work efficiently. Hmm. So option 2 it is leave everybody alone to work their own hours. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Was Factory workers offered 20-hour shifts are expected to thank their bosses for the wonderful opportunity. Hmm. And if that's the only sort of work they qualify for, I hate to say it, but yeah, they should. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet cleaner. (laughs) The Andropolia Sentinel reports, crime has never been worse, say elderly. They always say that. Box office. (laughs) They always talk to magazines (laughs) and newspapers. (laughs) That's right. They're the only ones with time. Box office cheers violent action heroes. How much money would you need to live? It's less than you think. And tax tax cuts relief to many. So wealth gaps are up 62% following an, an, what would you call it, a deregulation of Mm. of working hours? That's good. The more poor people you have, the more soldiers you can recruit to fight in your war. Okay. No, I don't necessarily have more poor people. I've got a bigger difference between the wealthy and the poor. The poor may have become wealthier as well. It just means that the the wealthy end just fewer has just of gotten- them have become more rich than the wealthy have become. No, no, There's just a this- good gap between <laughs> the richest poor man and the ri- the poorest rich man. There's just a big old gap between them. Wealth right? gaps are yeah. a good thing. To just be- run away from each other. <laughs> the it's poor like man's running in the opposite the- direction. I was going to say they're both holding the um, the right the same magnet. <laughs> and they just can't get near each other. Wealth gaps are a good thing because it means that the people who are good at making money are making more than before. Mm. So either they've been freed up to make more money or they're making better decisions or you know, any number of things. Or they could be they could have less expenses because they're not paying as much as they should be. Or they've invented a whole bunch of fake money Ooh. that they're now circling around and ki- including that in their account. That also that'd be good. <laughs> they I, could do. I played <laughs> play Monopoly growing up. It's but, tempting. And you just steal from the bank. <laughs> just write your own money. But the government is taking steps to eliminate all sorts of all sorts of uh, uh, regulation or anything money included. Quite right. Money should be a free market. Get rid commodity. of money. Yeah. No, not not get rid of it. No. Just outlaw it. Currency is banned. Yeah, I dare you. I double dog dare you. <laughs> I would ban national currency in a second if I had the option. What would you guys use instead? Bitcoin. Whatever people would, yeah. Whatever, whatever people seashells. would invent. Cactuses. If seashells. Cactuses. Yeah, if they become the, the consensus. Human eyeballs. Sure. You may find that Jars having, of spit. No, you may find that having the idea of a national currency, the idea of having one currency in a geographic area is ludicrous. And in fact, several currencies can work simultaneously quite well. Maybe even more efficiently. But why? 
We'll talk about this later. This is his own. <laughs> Wealth gaps are up 62%. Weaponization up 8%. Crime, unfortunately, up 3%. Charmlessness up 1%. And economic freedom up 1% as well. Rudeness up 1%. As far as the downtrends are concerned, uh, there are lots of sub 1%. But essentially, compassion down 2 Pacifism down 5 Niceness down 85 Safety down 10%. And income equality down 38%. It's not terrible. I mean, some of those weren't great, but wasn't it the disaster I thought it would be? No, that's no, a total Andropolian answer. Yeah, like it's it, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. much everything was trending yeah. the way it normally does, but just some extremes in people, here. People have been have been allowed to do whatever they feel is necessary, and the people who want to work hard are clearly working much harder than they than they were before. This is a good thing. If yeah, compassion- why are people always stopping me from working harder? <laughs> If compassion, and th- no, that's a legitimate concern. You you sneer and, and kind of mock, but people are prevented. From I was actually harder. making that a, a personal thing about <laughs> me because I like I don't feel like I'm a whole person unless I'm working at least twenty hours a day. Yes, but uh, niceness and compassion and safety have have come at that uh, cost. Mm. I mean, that's just andropolia, though. That's just andropolia. I mean, you know. So it's one more, you know, bear trap in a pothole I have to deal with on my way to work. So be it. What's That's the- why I've got iron <laughs> <buying> tires. <laughs> my issue is called checks and balances, and I should point out the word check has a Q in it because it's that kind of check. Oh, a British check. Americans don't spell it with the Q. Really? Yeah. So how do they spell check? As in, like, I'm going to cash a check. C H E C K. But how do they use the word check? Like, I'm going to check on my buddy. Same one. They same use one, it the same way yeah. that we what do. What a nation of... Do you say the cue? When you're saying check no, and check, when you're can you tell the... <laughs> After the governor of the Central Bank of Seb America stonewalled a parliamentary committee during a two-hour hearing, refusing to answer any questions about the current state of their balance sheet, an unusual coalition of left and right-wing polit- political activists have come together to demand a fresh approach at the CBS. Because mm, who cares about nuclear warfare? <laughs> this is my most political issue. <laughs> like, I've got some real shitty stuff in the list. This is the only one that's like, hey, we're at a courthouse. Let's go with it. Yep. The undemocratic farce of central banking only serves the interest of a few wealthy corporations, insists socialist protect, uh, protester Woody. Oh, you would have a weird name, wouldn't you? Let's go with Urquhart. Wearing a give peace a chance tie-dyed t-shirt, it's time Sip America had a monetary policy that works for everyone, not just the privileged 1%. Democratize the bank. Make the governor subject to recall if enough citizens petition for it and have the interest rates set by representatives we can actually vote for, not some anonymous and unaccountable economist. So... While I get my glasses, I'm sure Andrew has a lot of opinions. <laughs> I that do was have a lot of terrible opinions. to read without my glasses. <clears throat> and the and, and and the problem is not who is setting the interest rates. The problem is that somebody is setting the interest rates. That shouldn't be something that one person or one mm. body or a group of people sets. Would you rather by committee or no? No, no it it, it should be like- no. It it should be set individually by every bank issuing a loan. And the current market rate is 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 whatever it is at the time. Okay, I agree. Chimes in conservative blogger Chip Cockburn wearing a "Give War a Chance" barbecue sauce saying Tucker hat. The CBS is just another way for the political class to keep good violet fear and folks like myself down. But the liberals just want more bureaucracy as usual. Tear the whole thing down. 
we don't need to vote to tell some fancy pants of the PhD, whatever that stands for, <laughs> how much the big dollars in our pockets are worth. We can just go back to the gold standard. The gold standard was literally based off the price of gold. Was how they did it? Wasn't no, the directly? amount of gold that you had to back up your currency divided by the amount of currency that you have yeah. is how much your dollar is worth. The idea behind that just seems the, unnecessarily complicated. No, 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 no. The idea behind the gold standard is that if you have a dollar and you say this one dollar equals some proportion of gold, if you print dollars without mining more gold, then you have to revalue the dollar. And that dollar is no longer worth the same in gold so as it was before. So if you have $1,000 worth of gold and you have $1,000 coins and then you mint 2,000 more dollar coins, mm. then each of those dollar coins is technically worth a third as much gold because you can't yeah. get more gold. Whereas if you don't have any kind of a commodity standard, you don't have to have a commodity standard to... Is this still used by nations? No, this feels really no, archaic. No, no the gold standard was completely officially abolished in 1971 by Richard Nixon. But any other nations do this? A, a temporary measure, might I add, at mm, the time. Temporary measure. <laughs> uh, no, and there is no there is no gold standard currently used. There are calls for it to be returned, and China mm. and Russia, depending on who you listen to, are, are taking steps to. Uh, Semi back their their currency with gold, or just buy things outright with you know okay. do, do 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 trading with uh, Iran um, um, st- straight for gold. I'd feel like I wasn't doing my duty if I didn't mention that the wrestler Shelton Benjamin's nickname is the Gold Standard. <laughs> um, anyway, final Urquhart, option. In, incidentally, was was the name of the um, British counterpart in the House of Cards? Who was? Francis Urquhart was what was the name of the ah. um, uh, protagonist in in the British House of Cards? Okay. Well, final option. And they changed it to Underwood because apparently Americans have trouble with Urquhart. Oh, I it, agree. It looks weird. Well, I didn't have my glasses on. I was like, oh, I see a queue in the middle of there somewhere. <laughs> Is this really the state of public debate in this country? Bemoans centrist commentator Iris Cayman wearing a... Oh, Give multilateral diplomacy without ruling out the possibility of surgical military action a chance. Type in. <laughs> The independence of central banking is a key component of any modern economy. Compromising that will only lead to our monetary policy becoming the subject to either popularism or corruption and make us the laughing stock of the Pacific. You must stand firm and defend the bank's independence. You this is sh- a very dull issue. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I you're, disagree. This is a fun issue for you. For me, this is like... <laughs> I read, I, I, if it's a dull issue, then I think you should do whatever Andrew Polius says. <laughs> Everything you do is attached to money. Every single decision you make has money. So what would you what would you pick? Look, option number two. I would get rid no, of option two was gold standard. He hated that one. I would get rid of the banks, you know, government backed banks entirely. But failing that option, I would uh, go back to a gold standard. Really? Yeah. That's that's not ideal either. But of those options. That's the most sane one for any kind of fiscal stability. Okay. Any opinions, Zane? I honestly, I'm reading all. I have lots of opinions, but I'm not going to give them to you until after you've made the decision because we're currently at war. Now, could I? Could I I just? Could I just say? Wait, I I, you're going to veto? I can just make a choice, or you want to know what I'm making first? Okay. Zane attempted to introduce an overlapping of emergency services because we're threatened with nuclear war. Uh, I deregulated working hours so that. 
you know, people are available to respond to any kind of emergency or work at a factory or yeah. whatever it happens yeah. to be because of the threat of nuclear war. What are you doing with the threat of nuclear war? Making sure my economy stays stable during these rough economic times. All right, nice spin. Yeah. Like, it made perfect sense to me. Like a bit of chaos. Everyone's economy is going to go up or down yeah. depending on what they are. Adding a bit of stability somewhere is not a stupid thing, I didn't think. No. I'm, I trust you, so unless we'll, – we'll wait for this to happen. Oh, there's no right decision. I, I'm <laughs> happy to go for the gold standard issue because okay. it is hilarious sounding and also there's a wrestling connection. <laughs> now, before I select that, Zane. No, by all means. Okay. Because like, I'm reading all this, I'm like, I just don't care, guys. Do whatever you want with your money. <laughs> it's, I know it's my money, but like, I'll fix it later if it fucks up. Leader sports gold-plated grills to promote the government's hard money policy. That's yeah. me. I've got a grill. Nice. Foreign aid mostly just wasted, officials say. Small business applauds level playing field. Too many children missing breakfast, teachers say, which is great because I didn't see the word breakfast originally. <laughs> and I was like, too many children missing? I agree. <laughs> oh, no. Impregnated by aliens? Our facts will shock you. Oh, my God. So if I were to tell you my mining industry went up 38%, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Charmlessness up six, income equality up five. Um, authoritarianism up three, yeah. then it patters off. As for the downs, interesting. Yes. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, really? What, what has happened, Seb? Oh. Let's get ready. This is, this, is, this is exciting times for me. Industry, furniture restoration, yes. down 124%. Oh, my goodness. Industry, information technology, down 123%. <laughs> Who could have predicted this? Zane Australia could. Okay. And if you didn't declare war, didn't declare I might war. have advised you against this rash action that you so easily took. Um, if you want to hold off, I've got more horrible stuff to tell you. Oh, I I wait with bated breath. Sector, agriculture, down 120%. 100%. Yeah, there we go. Industry, trout fishing, down 100 Sorry, sorry. Just 45%. Because who needs food? Who needs food during nuclear war? Industry. <laughs> pizza delivery down 24%. Oh, my goodness. Industry. Beverage sales down 20%. So my I'm not done. Industry. <laughs> retail down 19%. Industry. Insurance down 18%. It's, it's, it's- Industry. Gambling down thirteen percent, black market down eleven. Industry basket <laughs> weaving down ten percent. Every industry goes down after that, but it goes down into the single digits. It's incredible to think that in a nation that's used to free money that isn't you know backed by anything <laughs> that can be printed at a whim, and you mm-hmm. can just get a loan for anything. All of a sudden, when you put the brakes on that, industries suffer. Mm. What a what an what an interesting thought. What an interesting and delightful thought. <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson here today. Because I you're so you're so focused on your economy, I just assumed blindly that your advice would be sound. Let me let me just <laughs> and that's say that's my bad for not reading properly. <laughs> let me just say I suspected Zane could see that could see that coming and was quite happy to let you walk into it. I maintain that it's the right decision in the long term. One Andropolian saying, after all, is short-term pain for long-term gain. This is a step in the right direction, Seb. 
Our economy wasn't downgraded, so this is no means a tragedy. Yes. It's a step in the right direction, <laughs> but it's not without pain. You've walked into a bear trap pothole. Yep. It's fine. We don't need it's no... It's going to be a little bit hurty and a little bit gangrenous for a few months, but you'll pull out of it. I'll fix it in like four weeks' time. Nation <laughs> States is a very fickle game. I'll do something and we'll, we'll, we'll discover like a new freaking... We'll, yes. We'll, 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 we'll refer to it as new uranium. I don't know what that means, but we'll, we'll, we'll discover it. <laughs> It's fine. We'll Element see. 512. Yeah. Zane let to yet to launch its counterattack. So what? we'll see how well you go. Yeah, the fact that you're alive to launch an attack means I've done my job. Yeah, you're welcome, Zane. Oh, thanks. Thanks for decimating my emergency services, said Merica. <laughs> Decimate them. I stop them from expanding. 33%! Talk, down! Talk to me when things in the 120s. I am. I'm a martyr I'm right now. Please. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so, I didn't hurt you, Zane Strally. I hurt me so much more. I did. Have Please. You seen my a three digit change in, 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 in something is, is peanuts. Come on. Wait until you're in the four digit club. That's where the real big boys play. So I'm going to go ahead and award this episode to Andrew because nothing bad seemingly happened to him. So, uh, but Zane's a close second because he was gifted the, the gift of not being bombed. So, oh, I see. Every yeah. day is a blessing. A close second is just last. Yeah. A third is last in this case. I'm happy to say that I didn't go my way. Yeah. There you go, Zane. I, I blew up the truck that was delivering all the, all the nice safe steel doors to your house, but, but I painted your wooden one green, so there Ooh. you go. I, I hate this. green. <laughs> I hear the aliens can't see the color green. Oh, wait, we're in nuclear <laughs> war. This is a problem. All right. As always, I've been... Zane Z. Weber, Chancellor of Zane Australia, currently a war with said America. <laughs> Not a war. Oh, one-sided. <laughs> be it so. As long as it's known as a one-sided war that we are not participating in because we're not a war. And because we're at war, you're currently very much the disputed champion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to twirl? To ever- no, no, we're not twirling. We're marching. <laughs> marching we are fortifying. The- <laughs> we are currently mass producing weapons. That's going to get you bombed. Did you learn nothing from? You don't my- have any bombs. No, and we don't from- care who's going to bomb not us. We're focused me. on America now. God, I've been Sebastian. We're about to United- annex some islands. The United States of Seb America. You're reigning, defending, undisputed nation states champion. We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. And we lie about the bar, apparently. <laughs> well, I'm happy to say I've been a neutral, Andrew Schossler. It's weird being neutral. <laughs> no, I'm quite comfortable here. <laughs> the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Find us on our socials, I forgot to say it, but do it anyway. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. 
Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.